This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is an attorney who specializes in defamation and free speech. Corinne Mullen has a uh, her own law firm. She's a former reporter with NBC, folks. She is the director of an internet defamation and social media law firm. And she is exactly the person that I wanted to have on the show this morning because everyone is talking about the internet, defamation, what's true, what isn't true. And uh, we've got uh, the expert here with decades of experience practicing law, specializing in internet defamation. Corinne, thanks so much for being with us. Us. Um, I'm going to start, uh, kind of give you a frame of reference here. I'm going to start with Twitter. So Elon Musk comes along and he says he's going to he's going to drop the veil and he's going to show us uh, what's go- what's been going on on Twitter. And we find out that the uh, that the Hunter Biden laptop that was suppressed in the media uh, was certainly not uh, the result of uh, Russian misinformation or disinformation, that in fact it was his laptop. And in fact, curiously enough, Corinne Mullen, they never denied that it was his, uh, but that they suppressed it and suppressed, and by they I mean Twitter and Facebook, uh, any discussion of it between mm-hmm. individuals. So he, mm-hmm. let's start with the first question. Um, the suppression of information on a social mm-hmm. media company, is mm-hmm. that, is that, is that something that for which you can sue? Well, let me make it very clear, um, for your audience and, and thank you very much, judge. There are the 26 words that created the internet, which is section 230 of the communications decency act that says, we are not going to allow Twitter, Facebook, Instagram to be directly sued uh, for the content they have there. Now, putting that aside for a moment, it's really important to understand that when a company like Twitter engages in speech suppression, um, that they are really exercising content moderation, perhaps, but it presents huge issues under the First Amendment. This revelation about uh, Hunter Biden's uh, computer uh, showed that there had been content decision made to suppress that. And if if we're going to allow that, that's exactly the kind of thing the First Amendment prohibits. The Pentagon Papers would never have been published if that kind of thing was allowed. They made a decision that because it was illegally uh, obtained, that they were not going to allow that information uh, to be on the Internet. Interesting. Interesting. 
All right. So let's so Corinne Mullen um, to my listeners, folks, this woman is the real deal here. Um, the, defamation, of course, is a false statement and unprivileged statement harmful to someone's reputation where the person intends to cause damage. But let's let's kind of peel it back a little bit. Let's talk about um, the the First Amendment. The First Amendment, the way I learned in law school and all of us, it protects uh, speech. It even protects hate speech, as I recall, Corinne. And tell me if I'm wrong, Brandenburg versus Ohio, and I probably right. shouldn't be I shouldn't be told, quoting to a woman <laughs> whose expertise is in that area. But it, 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 Brandenburg involved the KKK, I think. Mm-hmm. And you tell me, the Supreme Court said, hey, uh, it's okay. We hate it, but it's allowed. Am I wrong? That's right. So, no, you're you're exactly right. Uh, the the Supreme Court of the United States has made it very clear that there's really only two areas that we're going to limit speech in, and those are where genuine violence is actually threatened. It's about to happen, um, or child pornography. So those have been uh, the two areas. And in, in, in Justice Brennan said, you know, unless there's a frigate in the harbor and it's about to blow up uh, in the area of national security, we're going to allow all speech. So really, those encroachments on free speech have been in the areas just of child pornography and the inciting of true and actual violence. Everything else is allowed. Okay. So fire in a crowded theater, that's imminent, uh, you know, imminent harm, imminent violence, Mm -hmm. whatever, and child pornography. Okay. So the Supreme Court has made it clear. Corinne, did your brain want to blow up when it all started at (laughs) Berkeley when they said, we don't want conservative voices. Uh, and then it, we, we follow through. And I don't want to be political here. I really don't yeah. want to. Be, I want to talk about the First Amendment in a pure mm-hmm. First Amendment, free speech. Yeah. When they said, you're not allowed to speak. And now we're not going to let the we're not going to let the Hunter Biden laptop or any information. Now we find out Dan Boncino, a conservative, Charlie Kirk, a conservative. Uh, Dr. Bhattacharya didn't agree with the with the Anthony Fauci. People being canceled. Is your brain about to blow up? Totally. Listen, the you know the fundamental problem here is rather than welcoming a debate and recognizing that that kind of debate and discourse among Americans is to be expected, and in fact, really is so core to our democracy. The cancel culture has said unless you. Uh, take a position, espouse opinions with which I agree, you're canceled. Now, that's where the problem lies. You know, there has been no common ground. And really, the voices on uh, America's campuses have become, you know, far too too sensitive and sensitized to the nature of the speech. If you don't like the speech, choose other speech or have the courage to engage in a discourse that doesn't involve canceling the speaker because you don't agree with it. That's not what America is about. Wow. Um, it is, I, I got to tell you, I mean, 
I am so used to the political discussions and people in Hammond and Hahn and this and that. So now the question is, um, you know, when we've got or what do you say to people who say Twitter is a private company? So I, I do have something to say about that. So, you know, the First Amendment, as it was drafted, was always considered to be a restriction on the government on that speech and not on private actors. Here's the problem, though. Twitter has become and and all of this, all of the Internet platforms have become the modern town square. So performing that function and engaging in that gives them true power in the marketplace. So the question has become what do we do to control this modern newspaper of sorts? I mean, this public forum. And that's where all the debate uh, is occurring on how Twitter should uh, should engage with its users, whether whether it can engage in content moderation, uh, how that content moderation is to be exercised. And and there's a lot of problems, and we see Elon Musk struggling with those uh, as he's dealing with groups uh, that uh, want to uh, control the content. He's finding that it is extremely difficult to implement his absolutist view of the First Amendment and to run a profit-generating company. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, he's got that additional piece to worry about profit making. So Adam Schiff comes out, Kareen Mullen, uh, mm-hmm. who is an Internet social media defamation lawyer expert. I want to keep throwing that in there. Um, he, it, 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 Adam Schiff comes out and he says, I want to know what Elon Musk's plan is on Twitter to curb uh, hate speech. Now, let me just continue with that for one more second. First of all, Adam Schiff, why aren't you talking about the fact that you're sorry that you lied about the Russia collusion delusion and where the country Mm -hmm. was split apart for four Mm -hmm. years, we were at each other's throats when you said that there was evidence, absolute evidence that Donald Trump had colluded with the Russians when there was none. Okay, now he wants to put a burden on Elon Musk where even Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act basically says, you know, they can't be sued. Now we're going to regulate Twitter? Yeah. So, so Judge, the law is going to be changing. I mean, right now, before the United States Supreme Court, are uh, two decisions by uh, circuit courts of appeals that look at Section 230 and whether or not uh, Internet uh, service providers should be entirely immune from suit. And the real core problem there has been that when 230 was enacted, it really assumed that there wasn't going to be content moderation by internet service providers. Once that once that content uh, decision is made, however, by an ISP such as Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, you, they are engaging in, in my opinion, uh, an editorial function. That's a speech function. There should be certain circumstances. Uh, 
where they can be held liable. They really can't have carte blanche power to publish everything um, and to not be held responsible. And these are really thorny issues. I mean, the the U.S. Supreme Court will be looking at this, I believe, uh, in the next year. There's so many problems in this area uh, with revenge porn, with with not knowing uh, what standards uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram are using to take content down. It's a thorny area. Well, if if the truth is that that the law exists, that there is no um, uh, content moderation requirement, uh, and, and you know, versus the the absolutist, as you call it, then mm-hmm. um, the the issue for Elon Musk is if you want free speech, you put it all on. Uh, but he still can't be sued until they're they're they are. Um, moderated uh, or they 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 say you know we're going to put you in a position where you can be sued am i correct on that you are you are and again you know these things are being formulated uh by elon musk presently you know what he uh has discovered uh when he took over uh twitter um, or he knew it already, was that, you know, there were bots on uh, on the platform that were amplifying certain speech. In fact, you know, he tried to uh, get out of the deal to buy Twitter because he said that there were a number of fake accounts. And he um, and he says that he found that out. Well, whatever. He is now the owner of Twitter. He's negotiating the real life uh, terrain of how to deal with this speech. I mean, he currently uh, is facing a coalition, uh, uh, which includes the NAACP, Muslim advocates, uh, the Free, pa- free Press, Common Cause, uh, who are, are very, very critical of Twitter. And at the same time, he's seen major advertisers leave the platform uh, based on the increase that they see in hate speech mm-hmm. on the platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what he did do was he took Kanye West down, or Ye as he's called, uh, with his anti-Semitism. Um, and so he is moderating it. And then you've got Karine Jean-Pierre uh, at the White House at the podium saying, you know, Twitter is just a marketplace of hate speech. What are you talking about? He just took down Kanye um, and mm. and apparently, as you say, you know, these are all tough decisions for someone who believes in the First Amendment. So maybe the government ought to get in there and, you know, pass some laws. And, you know, then we can, you know, then Twitter and all the social media companies, uh, Facebook, et cetera, you know, then they've got certain standards they have to comply with. But right now it's, you know, every man for himself. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to if you want to cut back on the Democrat, uh, the Democrat and the Republicans, I should say, which is the fact, go ahead and do it. There's no sanction. There is no sanction. Right. Agreed. Yes. I, and, and and that has been so frustrating um, that there's absolutely no no sanction. Um, and that Section 230 has been so broadly interpreted when, in fact, of internet service providers are engaging in 
content decisions on who should be on and who should be off each and every day. So it's either one way or the other, uh, either, you know, Section 230 and, you know, no holds barred, or if there's going to be uh, editorial decisions, i.e. speech decisions, then they have to be held liable. And that's the those are the issues that the Supreme Court uh, will be grappling with. Some people have said that maybe the very best thing to do uh, is to have a user curated uh, set of standards. Oh, interesting. Yeah, where you and I uh, can make decisions about the speech um, that we want to be exposed to on uh, Twitter or on Instagram. So that has been put out there as a, a viable choice, you know, to have certain settings where I don't have to see what I don't want to see. Um and that might be helpful. One thing that's very clear is that whatever standards we we do use, they need to be transparently out there right. so that we know what the standards are that the sites are using to either uh, take off speech or to put the speech on. I think that would be helpful to everyone. All right. Uh, you heard it from the expert, everyone. Corinne Mullen. Uh, who is the uh, head of a uh, an internet and uh, defamation and social media law firm? Uh, she is uh, she is a bomb. She knows it all. Corinne, thanks so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Thank you, Judge.